Your hostess on this voyage is Rachel. Cancer Sun. Cancer Moon. Gemini Rising. I know. Oh. I know what I want to do. What's up? I want to do a say episode. Like, oh, we've... what do you mean by that? I mean, yeah. we've done an Astro Cold episode, an episode like, who are you? You know what I mean? Space Cord, Space Cord. We invite you to join us as we learn more about, say, Cancer Sun, Capricorn Moon, Virgo Rising. Yeah, I want to dive a little deeper into who is Say, and the best way to do that is have a conversation with you. So I met Say when I was on Oahu, staying at a farm, Mauna Farm, the great cosmic connector. And it, it really is that. <laughs> it's true. And yeah, I remember I was, I think I was washing dishes and you kind of came up to me and asked about- Oh my God, you totally, I can't believe you remember that. How you can you You were totally washing that? dishes. I mean, I have a ridiculous memory. That's amazing that you remember that because I just thought of how you're one of the few people whose like first encounter I remember very clearly, but it could also be because we met as adults, you know? Hmm. True. Whereas like other True. friends I met when we were like kids or like really young. Yeah, you don't have the sharpest memory, <laughs> but still you remember meeting me. So what what do you remember? I do. So our mutual friend Tara, who if she how cool would it be if she's listening to our podcast? Oh my she, gosh. Please be the person that's in Vietnam. Who's the oh Vietnam listener? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I want you on Space Court. Vietnam listener, reveal yourself. (laughs) If it's you, let us know. Don't be shy. Yeah, we want you on on this episode. Space Court is going to start getting more interactive, folks. So just be aware. And we do invite the Vietnam listener to reveal themselves. Tara, (laughs) if it's you, double whammy. That is amazing. Tara, a lovely human being, our mutual friend, Mm. she told me about you and she was like, yeah, there's this like really awesome girl who lives on the farm right now. She's from California. If you're going up there soon, you should totally like go say hi to her. She's like really chill and she's like really nice and friendly. And I was like, awesome. Another like pal, like California buddy. Like, Mm. yes, I will go find her. And especially for somebody like Tara to be like, you should totally make a note of how cool this person is and go out of your way to like make sure you say hi to her. Mm -hmm. I was like, I, you know, that like meant a lot. She has a heart of gold for her to speak so highly of someone. I was like, okay, I have to go meet this person. And like, that was the first thing I did when I got there. I was like, okay, where's Rachel? Where's Rachel? I just like was like looking for you. And I saw this girl like washing dishes (laughs) and I was like, oh, that's gotta be her. You like gave me your like your half smirk that you do. Okay. Okay. I'm not too familiar with that, but I don't doubt it at all. It's like where one side of your mouth, like one corner of your mouth goes up and you're just kind of like looking at me with your eyes. 
who is this person and how does she know my name? Mm, yes, the the skeptic, the interested, the curious. Yes, you're yes. very curious, very curious. Yes, this sounds and that, very like, accurate. Passionate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were, I think, very fast friends and yeah. we hung out a lot when I was in, in Oahu. And yeah, since then we've kept in touch over the years and now we're doing space court together and you're such a huge part. I mean, I would say you are at least 50% of why space court exists. So it's really important that people know more about who you are and how you came to be such a gifted astrologist. Whoa. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I can't take credit for 50% of Space Court. Like, I mean, the beginnings of it, I, I mean, I, I would not have moved forward at the aggressive rate that I did had you not been part of that equation. 100%. And I think once I sent you the theme song, you were like, I don't know what this is. I was like, are you in? And you were like, I think, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I really do like astrology. I love it a lot because it has a lot to do with archetypes. And when I was in high school, I was really obsessed with mythology. Like I loved it. Like I took it as a course my second semester of senior year and I got an A plus and I don't think I had ever gotten an A plus in anything else in my whole life mm. uh, up until that point. And I was like <laughs> the second semester of senior year. So I had already gotten into college. You know, there was no real reason to be like trying, like exerting so much effort into getting straight A's in that course. But it was effortless because mm. I loved it so much. Mm. I remember having to write a poem and I wrote my poem about the sirens. Nice. And, uh, she was a modern day siren. So essentially she was a hooker mm. or, or like a, no, maybe she was a stripper. Mm -hmm. And I wrote it from like her point of view mm. and I wanted to empower her because mm. society looks down on like servants of carnal desire. Mm. But, um, I wanted her to be like this, this creature that possessed power. Mm. And I'm pretty sure at some point I read a book by Carolyn Miss, mm -hmm. and I can't remember what it's called, but it's all about archetypes. Because essentially this whole thing has been, like I've been on this journey that's just all about getting to know who the hell I am. Because like being such a hybrid mutt person with no real like roots. What do you, you mean know, like a hybrid mutt person? So I am like of mixed blood i'm korean dutch and, and indonesian but i swear to you if i took a 23andme or a dna test it would show that i'm like so many more things than that my dad's grandmother apparently came from siberia and then my dad's grandfather was uh had a belgian last name but he left Ooh. when my grandma was like really young so we don't know anything about him except for the fact that he came from holland and like spoke dutch because she has memories of him speaking because they all just spoke dutch but like my dad's like no there's a high probability that he was actually belgian or or he could have at least been half belgian because he has a super belgian name mm. so 
Yeah, so I'm like a super mutt. And like, we don't really have any clear history. Like, we don't really know 100% about anyone. On my dad's side, on my mom's side, they're probably all just Korean. They've all been just in Korea or, or China. They probably, like, if you go way, way, way back, I'm sure they came from China. Okay, so being a, a fusion, a mutt, mixed yeah. person, you were able to kind of find yourself through archetypes and astrology? Yeah, I remember starting to read my horoscope in the newspaper or whatever. And I just, I took comfort in having something to like help me sort of understand why I was the way I was. Because being a cancer, I was a super emo teenager. Like I had hella crazy mood swings. And so like having that like piece of information about myself, like being cancer, I'm a water sign. So I'm very emotional. I can be very sensitive and touchy. And I'm like in my like crab shell. And I'm like very like centered around family. And like family is very important family and chosen family Mm. um, and close friends. Yeah, it was just it was just comforting. And I feel like the three of us, we've like talked about that before, about why so many cancers are into astrology. They like crave that security, reassurance. It's like emotional reassurance. Like, oh, I'm not a crazy emo bitch after all. I'm I'm just just a cancer. cancer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So astrology is clearly a passion of yours. What else are you passionate about? I'm passionate about holistic health and healing because I was on a healing journey. Because when I was younger, like in my 20s, I was essentially a party person and I like wrecked my body. I wrecked my physical health, my mental health. I was not stable at all. So like I got to the point where I was just tired of being tired and like inflamed and like not having harmonious relationships and there were all these things that I was like super dissatisfied with in my life. Mm. So that was when I left California and went to Hawaii. That was actually why I went to Hawaii, Rachel. Wow. Yeah. And did you find healing there? And did you- I sure did. Yeah. It's a silly question. That's like a rhetorical question. You go to Hawaii, you will be healed, whether you like it or not. Totally. 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 I discovered the mana. Mm. Yes. I mean, once you're like ripping off the band-aid. Yeah. Once you're healed, that's when you have the solace. That's when you have the peace. That's when everything's good. But the healing process is very painful often. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Hawaii. Mm, such a balm, you know, for the wound. Yeah, totally. And aloha, like just Hawaii, the, the energy Hawaii carries is so powerful, yet it's so soft and mm. so healing and just like nourishing. And the characters that I met on Hawaii, I mean, I speak of them like they're fictional characters or something, but no, they they're be. real. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, most of the time. I mean, even in reality, when you're in Hawaii meeting people, like it's almost as if you're in a cartoon. That's my experience, at least, you know, because it's like, is this person <laughs> real? Is this place real? What's happening? Where am I? Who am I? I mean, everything yeah. is questioned and yet everything is realized and actualized. Ugh, 
<laughs> my heart. There's just something about that place. It's a very, very special place. Yeah. So you went there to kind of begin mm-hmm. your journey of mm-hmm. holistic healing. And yes. what materialized from that? I got really into yoga. I was already practicing yoga, but not as seriously. And I mm-hmm. discovered hooping. And all this happened because I was also healing from my mom's death because she passed away after coming to Hawaii. My whole experience of living and being in Hawaii was centered on healing myself. Mm. I may not have like realized it. I mean, I was conscious that Hawaii has a very healing energy and all the things that I got really interested in was centered on healing. But like, it's only looking back in retrospect now that I can see like how important that time of my life was Mm. because it really shaped who I am today in Mm. a big way. I discovered hoop dance and I went to hoop camp in 2013 in Watsonville at Pema Oseling, which is like this Buddhist monastery. It is so beautiful. Oh my God, Rachel, if you and I ever find ourselves in the Bay Area again, we should totally, like you would love it. The nature, the beauty, I'll take it. All the monks and the Buddhist temples. Mm. space court field trip (laughs) oh my god yes please and we should definitely go to hawaii as well undoubtedly the healing process began for you so you're passionate about holistic healing going Mm -hmm. to hawaii kind of Mm -hmm. uh, opened up deeper relationships with yoga and with hooping Mm -hmm. and with your healed self or healing self i should say your healing self yeah I should also say that before I landed in Hawaii, I got two years of training in massage and just like energy work, including Mm -hmm. which includes Reiki. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was already really into that field. Yeah, it just continued on in Hawaii and I just went deeper with it. Yeah, Hawaii was a great three years of my life, but I got kind of homesick, I have to say. An opportunity to go back to California came my way, so I jumped on it, and I ended up back in the Bay Area where I worked at a tech company for a couple of years, but I started to really miss that, like, focus, giving my energy towards, like, holistic health, so I enrolled in a nutrition school, and um, that was two and a half years ago, and I just completed my master's of holistic nutrition education degree like last month wow congratulations thank you thank you thank you Uh, i was just gonna say where where does astrology happen and all that well i guess Um, that's the constant throughout right i mean it really is it really is astrology has been a constant for sure I mean, it's never left me. It's always been with me through all of that. I'm super impressed with your abilities in translating the planets, the stars, and specifically synastries. I feel like you can pick up patterns and you translate them in such accurate and I think positive ways. Like I've heard you do a decent amount of readings and even synastries. And I'm wondering when did synastries become, I mean, obviously you've probably been using those for like your personal relationships, mm-hmm. but yeah, what are, what What's your thoughts on doing synastries versus regular natal charts and 
Why should someone uh, read a chart read? Why should someone get a synastry reading? I love that you brought up synastry. How did you know? How did you know to bring that up, Rachel? Because we have a Plutarian relationship. Say, how many times <laughs> do you have to look at my chart and your chart? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, dude, I have like I have something to say about this, and it's just. So awesome that you brought it up just like that. You just brought it up, dude. Like just so ever so perfectly. So basically, synastry, yes. The reason why I got so into it in the first place is because I am a relationship person. Even though, and you know, there's a lot of things in my chart, in my in my natal chart that kind of indicates that I'm very independent and I'm very much an individual and I kind of do my own thing whenever I want. There's a lot of things in my chart that makes me a big relationship person. And so because I have that natural inclination towards putting my energy into my close relationships, naturally I discovered synastry and I, man, I just got like really obsessed with it because it helps me understand my relationships. I had experiences in my personal life where I was just like completely just puzzled and I didn't know like which direction to go in. I was just so like, couldn't figure it out on my own. I would seek out the help of friends, people I trusted by talking about my problems or whatever. Mm. But like, I also was looking for that ultimate sort of, that like divine inspiration the universe's stamp of approval to like make my decision about a relationship mm. and synastry provided that for me. I really want to compile reviews from a lot of the synastry readings that you've done because I feel like I feel like you're in the midst of like building your website, right? I mean, you have some nutrition posted, mm-hmm. yoga, pooping might be mm-hmm. mentioned in that, I don't know. Astrology mm-hmm. certainly as well. Yeah, I feel like you've changed people's lives as a result of illuminating a lot of partnerships. And for me, that's a reason why it's worth considering having your natal chart read or getting a synastry done. I really want to get more synastries of not only romantic partnerships, you know, but like mother-daughters and like within the family, you know, because I feel like that's something that often people don't think of. Like people think Mm -hmm. of partnership, but it's immediately romantic or intimate. And I feel like there's a lot of other relationships that can be sinistrized. Just made that word up. definitely. Oh yeah, totally. Your coworkers is a big one. That would be very mm. useful. Or like, oh my gosh, I just had a thought. Like, what if that's what you did as your job? Like, you were a recruiter, so you would just take people's natal charts that were applying for jobs. Like, it was part of their interview process, and you would do the oh semester. My God. Oh, dude, that would be awesome. I mean, that has to exist, dude. Yeah, I was having, I was just having a conversation about this with my friend. They're like, well, you know, all these tech companies like Google and Facebook and like all the like trendy new tech companies are offering yoga and like massage even, Mm. you know, as part of their like compensation package. Yeah. Yeah. Part of their like health program. 
why not start offering a straw like your yearly here's a natal chart reading to help you understand yourself or like here's a synastry reading for you and whoever you want that reading done with as What's part of like the wellness whole package that's a great yeah. idea yeah i think uh, i think you're onto something how would you describe your current title of astrology I am a modern intuitive astrologer. Perfect. Basically, I'm a modern witch. Mm-hmm. And what I do you mean use... by witch? Can we clarify for those that are not familiar with the term? I'm a witch because I use my divine feminine goddess powers to invoke health. Mm-hmm. And I use food and herbs to concoct a good diet for health and wellness and happiness. I believe in using the powers of nature to bring somebody back into a state of health to live their best life. And I think that comes through employing nature and also harnessing the powers of the universe. And so that's why meditation is so important because that's how you tap into it. You gotta remember, you gotta, you gotta remind yourself every once in a while that we're not just this body that we are souls in meat suits and we walk around in this three-dimensional reality and deal with mundane things, but we're actually divine and we come from source and we've lived many lifetimes and we've had a lot of experiences because of that. So each lifetime we have is a gift and it's a chance to upgrade yourself and to clear yourself of old karma. Mm. So I'm a witch because that's my belief and that's what I practice. And I use astrology to help evolve myself and hopefully to help other people become better versions of themselves. Okay, that's very clear. In your journey with astrology leading you to this Mm -hmm. point now, where do Mm -hmm. you see yourself going? I want to write a book. Oh, Um, shit. Yeah. I want to make a planner. um, Okay. Yeah, that shares, uh, it's, you know, it's like a regular planner, like here's here's what I'm going to do this week. Here are all the goals that I want to accomplish this month. This is like my personal theme for this year. Like, you know, there's all the space to like write all those things out. And it's like, you know, it's like a regular planner. But then like there's like these side columns where it gives you like little tips and hacks on like nutrition, holistic nutrition, Mm. uh, little recipes. And like, here's how you make a calming elixir to help you fall asleep at night, like to get you Mm -hmm. like help you get really good sleep at night. Here is a recipe on a natural DIY face mask. And um, these are all the astrological happenings for this week and this month. It kind of gives you little hacks for like each of the 12 signs. And it gives little like tips and stories on like what each of the planets are and just like little tidbits on every page with, with a lot of art. Mm, I know an artist that might be interested in helping with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's what I want to create. 
Uh, you want to create it for 2020 because you have two months, <laughs> three Much. months. Dude. Maybe you know you could. I mean, I mean, I hear what you're saying on that, and I think that that's very manageable. But that requires a lot of time, and I don't think you have yeah. a lot of time. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> I mean, you could make the time, but you'd have to take away from some other time. I mean, I could do it for 2021. You know. Yeah. I mean, you could start by doing some kind of maybe not a hard copy planner, but like online, you could probably Ooh. do like a month by month. You know what I mean? Oh like, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I like that. So, so that could be kind of like a precursor, kind of like a practice round. And then as you're doing that for 2020, you can kind of fine tune it for 2021. You could probably do them at the same time. Like I would, I'm imagining you do January, 2020 online, but then you're looking at January, 2021 and you're kind of like mapping them out at the same time as you do month by month, because then you can do a hard print copy or something like that. Interesting. Okay. Can you do a synastry with more than two people? Can you do like a three-way synastry? <laughs> I believe you can. Have you ever tried yeah, it? I haven't. Well, you know that I'm going to ask you to do that. <laughs> oh, totally. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. That's think, a lot of energy. I think that's um, a next episode that we'll do, but I definitely think you should do a synastry of... Or the three of us? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. That'll be important. That'll be very important. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to tell the people that they should know about you? Well, I'm a friendly soul. My focus lately has been on synastry and relationship charts in general. So if you're interested in getting a relationship reading, holla at your girl. (laughs) What's the best way for people to holler at you? Email me at saypitten at gmail or reach out to me on Instagram, sey underscore heartbeats. Or go to my website, saypitten.com. We'll list all these things on the description of this episode, just in case you missed any of that. You are encouraged to contact, say, direct, if that's of interest. And if it's not of interest, check yourself, because that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Aloha. Space Court. Space Court.